You guys are <laughs> Until you replace what we do live with pre-recorded sound, this is what's going to happen. The greatest trailers <laughs> is what lies ahead. <laughs> gonna kill my battery. I mean, my battery's already down to 60 percent. And, you know, I'd have to get up to get the plug to plug it in. Like, oh, God. What a life. I know. What a life. I know. This is just, you know what? People just don't get it. They just don't. How hard this is. How hard it is for a white (laughs) American (laughs) male. A a white, a white, straight American male. God. Just this life. You know Gosh. what? Yeah, yeah. So I'm, you know, I don't, don't want to hear it. All right. <laughs> hey, you I'm going to go on a limb here. I'm a damn hero. All right. <laughs> I don't use this word. I've never used this word before. But I am the greatest hero in America. That's history. right, Chris. That's right. Uh, you know, Buddha said life is suffering. You That's know? right. That's true. Every day, every day you get out of bed and, and roll you- over onto you know some bottles of beer and bags of potato chips and watch you know shitty movies. Every day you're you're fighting a good fight. That's right. Yeah. Well, that's that's every Saturday. I don't do that during the week. That would make me that would make that's me a monster if I did that during every single day. That's every day of the week for me. I yeah, don't know what you're, you're doing. You're also you're also single. Yeah, I guess that's true. I, right. On the weekdays, I roll over and push Melissa back on her side of the bed, which is another problem we got to put up with, right, men? <laughs> right, Gosh. guys. Life's terrible. Yeah, life is so hard. How do we do it? Why yeah. do we do it? I don't know. Jeez, I don't know. Oh boy. <laughs> What's uh, our trailer? The, uh, the the fantastic fire. Fantastic foul. Uh, the new one. Ah uh, yes. Or four things that I don't care about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In one movie. This is gonna be. This is gonna be pretty bad. Oh, actually, there's only one thing. My bad. <laughs> Get it, get it, the thing. Nice, 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 nice. Starting off this podcast right, Matt, making jokes. Oh, you know, you know you miss me, babe. Uh, Hey, on a scale of one to a hundred. Thousand. A thousand. (laughs) How how much did you miss? More impressions. (laughs) (laughs) That number will also be how many impressions I attempt to do. This podcast. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it's even worse when you do them like as Oh, when they do it one after another, it's terrible. <laughs> oh. uh, this is this is a magic story, so forgive me. But there was a game. <laughs> there was a game of. Uh, whoa, 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 slow down. Magic the Gathering is a card game. Yeah, yeah. Dad, Magic the Gathering Dad. is a card game. Remember, remember I kept bringing it's, home all those cards? It's the secular version of <laughs> Redemption. Oh, no. Yeah, if you're familiar I, with if that. If you're familiar with Redemption, Redemption. The, uh, the secular world decided to have their own version. No, no. <laughs> or, or, or. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let, me, let me do a simpler. It's like if you got together with your friends and played poker, except, <laughs> except all the cards are fantastical creatures and you have no social skills. Right. It's like, so. it's like you, you got with your friends to play poker, but if a, if another man walked in, he would be within his rights to beat the hell out of all of you. Yep. 
It's if like, he it's saw like, what you were doing, he would be he would be tasked by manhood <laughs> to destroy all of you. It's it, it's like inviting your friends over for poker, but instead of playing poker, you argue. That's all you <laughs> yeah, do about the rules of poker. But, but yeah, anyway, you get to what argue if you about. did that? I was at. <laughs> that's Magic the Gathering. I, I was at a, a card playing establishment. Uh, doing you make it sound like it's some underground thing yeah. where it's like well if you've yeah, seen I, the South Park episode that's what like, it is <laughs> yeah. what you yeah, here for play magic <laughs> alright hush up go down in basement <laughs> um, no uh, I, I was there you know and it was a league thing and you have these challenges and the challenge that was given to me my table immediately regretted because it was do the entire game in an accent so it was oh, my no! personal mission my personal mission that every turn that I had, I had a, a new, new accent. Which and by like, the end of that which game, which was like, why, Matt? Like you, like you just I don't know. <laughs> like you're like, I don't oh, know. I'm gonna make this harder, dude. Like already, the- you were gonna be fine. You were like, oh, this is an easy one. I got I this in the bag. I'm gonna make it impossible. It was, <laughs> at, it was at the end of that game where I like took a look at myself and realized like. You know, a lot of people have, like, impressions of, like, people that play, like, board games and card games and stuff. And, you know, oh, they're, you know, like, they don't, they're unclean and they're right. socially awkward and whatever. Right. I was like, in reality, I'm actually worse than all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually worse than all of those things. Like, you're, every you're... bad impression. Like, you look at me and you're like, oh, whatever. And then you actually sit down and watch me play the game and you're like, holy shit, this is like, I don't want to do this. This guy is, like, the worst. And that's me. Like the dude, the dude that's sitting there having not uh, just leaving his parents' basement and having not taken a shower in a week. Right. He's like, fuck this guy. Yeah. What the What's this guy's problem? This and he has every right. Like, <laughs> yeah. that, that was my, like, thinking. Like, at the end, I was like, he has every right to think that. If I would have been in that <laughs> game, every turn would have just been like, how much mana burn can I gain to, like, get out of this game faster? Mana burn? Oh, mana burn, <laughs> mana burn, mana burn. That hasn't been in the rules for six years. Chris. Really? <laughs> they got rid of Mana Burn so long ago. Wow. <laughs> Send a card. They got rid of the Mana Burn. Ser- seriously? They got rid of Mana Burn? Yes. <laughs> wow. Man, that's the I feel, I feel Matt so Matt and I both look at each other. <laughs> oh, he said what, Mana Burn. What's really, what's really funny about this is that it makes me feel like a better person because I quit playing Magic like 10 years ago. <laughs> oh, it'll always be a part of your past. That, oh, I still have all it. my cards. Yeah. But all, like, I remember, that, I remember talking. Nerd, we just, we just, uh, ooh, <laughs> that's the perfect thing for a nerd to happen. Somebody saying something wrong in front of you. Well, it wasn't the wrong, it's just old. Oh, yeah, that's wrong. That was like when, when, when I was. It's incorrect. Uh, like, a, a, like when Matt was like, th- this was a little while ago. I don't know why we're starting off the podcast talking about magic, but <laughs> yeah, well, I, I got Matt started it. Why not? I, I got, I got to tell that. the story. <laughs> um, Matt was like, "Oh yeah, you used to play magic. Like, when did you get out of it? Like, when did you? Because like, t- tell me when you started." I'm like, "Oh, I started around like Urza's Saga, you know, seventh edition, yeah. and I kind of got out of it when it like the newer cards came out, like uh, Defenders of Kami Gao." And he looked at me like. That's, That's like a million new? years ago. That is so old. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it is old. <laughs> old. But so there, old. There, there's a uh, there's actually a law, uh, Cunningham's law, I think it is, or it might be like something else, cl- slightly different. But it's the law that states that the easiest way to find out an answer on the internet is not to ask a question. 
but to say incorrect information. So like if you're like <laughs> if you want to like know something, if you're yeah. like if you want to know like it, hey it, why is the sky blue instead of saying why is the sky blue you say the sky is blue because that's the way the space filters through the atmosphere and you'd be like actually no <laughs> it's da, 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 da. and then you go oh there's the answer nice yeah that, that is that is Cunningham's law and yep. that is very very true the, very the true. best way to get the right answer on the internet is not to ask a question. It is to post a wrong answer. Yep, it's very true. Uh, because the nothing nothing gets a nerd more excited than when somebody says wrong. something oh. wrong in front of them. I, 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 mean, I have the done best. that. Oh. I, I, I was that guy. Absolutely. I was all, if, somebody's I was... In, if somebody says something about movies, like at work, like if somebody's like, uh, oh, did you hear that they're uh, doing this with... Uh, I'll just you know, appear. Up. That's it's not quite right. Not the Hector. Part 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 part. Watch me at work. I'm doing something very time. You know, very very important. And all of a sudden, I'll just put everything out and leave. And Parker's like, somebody we somewhere said up. something wrong <laughs> yeah. about a movie. I, I really think that is Spider like senses tingling. That is like the true, the true mark of a nerd yeah. is not what you indulge your time in, but it's the ability to have certain things that you always feel like you need to correct people on. Exactly. Even when you're not a part of that conversation. Even when you're not part of a conversation. Even when you, it's going to yeah. mess up the flow of the conversation. Right. Even though it doesn't matter. Even you though it doesn't matter let it go. All. you, you got to go in there and go. And it always starts <laughs> with a, um, you're actually, that's every time. Yep. Every person who does, it, does fever, it that way. There's a fever that comes over you and you're just like. Oh, someone's wrong. I gotta, I gotta show them that I, I know. I was on, I was on a mystery science theater fan site <laughs> that breaks down the more cultural reference jokes right, that people, right. if you didn't grow up in the '90s, wouldn't know. Right. Like they make a bunch of jokes about uh, Senator. I mean, you've uh, told this story on the podcast. We'll allow it because oh, is I have relevant. told it. Oh, okay. Yes. About the Beck's beer ad. Oh, okay. Well, I've already told it. I've already told it. Then we're moving on. <laughs> But yes, Chris corrected. I corrected the, the a website. owners of the website because they said, "Ah, oh, we think it's because of this." And Chris was like, actually, actually, it's a Beck's beer ad. And then I they thanked nice Chris. They thanked me. Yep, yeah, yep. and I was way too proud. <laughs> sure. Took a screen cap, showed my mom. <laughs> I printed it out, had it framed. Yep. yep. <laughs> Look at that. This it is, is a, it this is, is definitive proof that I was right on the internet when, 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 when someone else was wrong. Every every time that I get like a little down, a little sad, He's I just go on that website and make sure I'm still there. <laughs> and then I get more depressed because I just did that. <laughs> anyway, oh, welcome wonderful. to another critic a podcast. Shockingly enough, where we talk about movies. Yeah, definitely. We don't talk about magic. Don't talk about. We don't. Talk no nerd. No nerdy yeah, stuff. No nerds. That is serious. <laughs> only cinema discussion. only film. Yeah, That's right. Not movies. All right, we're film. film. We're reviewing Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> We already did that last episode. We devoted a this lot a show, of time. This is a show for tough guy movies. None of that sissy stuff. All right, up next, box trolls. Uh, <laughs> none of those feelings for me. Or Parker's going to have a shotgun review of a movie where a girl gets cancer. Yeah. Oh, love. Here, let me just talk about Amelie real quick. Uh, it's really great. There's lots of cool, raunchy sex in it and stuff. <laughs> There's just one scene where a whole bunch of people have orgasms. Oh, doing it's it. the best. Oh, it's so hardcore. <laughs> it's so hardcore. <laughs> I like, like this new persona. I'm going to get into this. Uh, no, this episode we're reviewing the classic Dazed and Confused. Yes, Richard Linkletter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we get into that, let's, uh, let's get into some trailer time here. Jeez. 
Let me bring up what uh, <laughs> trailer we decided to do. No, what the hell are you guys doing? <laughs> Uh, We're doing Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Fantastic Are you Four. serious? Yeah, is right. this what you're like taking <laughs> What is it called exactly? I couldn't remember. I remember it has a number in I it. I couldn't it's remember. It's a superhero movie. But yeah, the surprising fourth movie in, uh, we didn't. We thought it was going to be the trilogy, Fantastic One through three. <laughs> yep. But yeah, they're going Fantastic we'll go Four. Fantastic so we'll Four. Boy, can't wait. <laughs> All okay. right, I'll say it. I'll say it. How's it actually written? Now, wait, Fans? but this is Fantastic Four... By Marvel, right? Nope. No. Oh, it's not. Nope. No. Well, it had that thing no. in the beginning. I thought they got nope. the rights. That, oh. There's nope. actually a great breakdown of this trailer. Oh, the very no. first frame shows like Marvel. Hey, that company that brought you, uh, you know, Hulk, Iron Man, Thor, right, the right. Avengers. Only not the same actual company uh, that's making the movie. <laughs> dang it. Yep. I was tricked. Why didn't they show... Who yeah. is it? Fox or Sony? Who is it? Uh, I think it's Sony. Is it Sony? No, it's not Sony. It isn't? Is it Fox? The Universal or whatever? 21st Century Fox. So it could be decent. It could be all right. Because they've... You know, some of the X-Men movies have been good. Right. But anyway. Fant for stick for... Uh, this Fan is the. Stick. This is the. <laughs> to be fair, this is how the comics do it too. So, whatever. But uh, this oh, is the right, summary. Yeah, the A is the four. Yeah. Right, right, right. Four young scientists. You know what this is, right? Are you at all? Four. You. Yeah. I mean, if you like, like the the level of comic, uh, what you call it, covers that people know are action comics, Superman holding up a train that regular people know. There's, right. there's, uh, and then there's the Fantastic Four where they're where they're flying around that giant monster thing. The very first Fantastic Four one. Yeah. Where there's a monster busting out of the ground, and there's what's named Human Torch is flying around right. his head, and 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 Fan- Mr. Fantastic's got his arms all big. And Sue Storm's like and, making yeah, a shield, making shield, something nonsense. So, I mean, th- like th- we know Fantastic Four. I'm gonna, Fantastic. I'm gonna. No, we don't yeah. know. We don't know who the fuck is in this movie because oh there's yeah, nobody. there's like a bunch of no names. Right. The only person in this, and I'm I'm gonna. You've never heard of him. Kate Mara is a recognizable name. It, really? And Jamie Bell. I mean, I, not uh, they're not, you know, whatever, but I've heard of both of those names before. In the movies. only person in this movie that I recognized, and I only recognized him because I'm... I pay attention to this weird shit. There's a guy Jamie named... Jamie Bell was Tintin. I did, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Reg E. That's, that's, it's R-E-G space E, <laughs> period... Uh, Kathy, um, who I only recognize because he was the coroner in Seven and the homeless <laughs> guy who gets stabbed in American Psycho. No, well, Michael Jordan, uh, Michael B. Jordan, excuse me, is, uh, if you watch Friday Night Lights, he's a major character on that show. Ah. So a lot of, I mean, that is a very so it's gonna popular show. It's going to be a lot of show. television. Also, uh, Jamie Bell, if you watched Billy Elliot. Yes, nope. also Billy in that. Elliot. Yep. Hey, he was in Jumper. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, <laughs> but he is Billy Elliot. So if you know Billy Elliot, he is the Billy Elliot. So, so that's somewhat recognizable. But yeah, other than that, they're definitely really going not for too like much. they're going for like Fantastic Four teen movie style. Yes, definitely. Yeah, very young lot, cast, very young cast. Yes. Um, here's my here's my issue 
I'm about to say, could, could anyone care less about this movie here's, coming here's, out? Here's my big problem. Well, the I other thing, the other thing, sorry, is uh, Mr. Fantastic, yeah, yeah. Miles Teller, is in Whiplash, which everyone should go see. I haven't seen it yet, but that I really want That's on my list. Ridiculous good. Uh, that has... J.K. Simmons. J.K. Yes, Simmons in it. Yes. I, mean, I really need to see that. Uh, so, yeah, very, very good. So, I mean, on that level, my, Miles Teller, really good, because that he's amazing in that. So, but... I don't know that he. I don't know if he's pulling the same Here, weight. Here's here's my long and short of this. It could be a fine movie. Right. This could be much better than the Jessica Alba mm-hmm. Fantastic oh, Four movies. Those. Um. But here's why I will never care because Marvel's Marvel MCU cinematic. This is not part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. And from the things I've already read about it, yep. Doctor Doom's a computer hacker. Right. Who the fuck cares? Doctor Doom is such a cool villain. Why don't they just who's make so ridiculous? Doctor Doom, who's so ridiculous, and in every single one they ruin him, yep. and they're going to do it again. Yep. Yeah, uh, Fantastic Four. All of their peripheral villains and characters. I don't really care about the Fantastic right. Four. They're whatever. They're fine. But they have Galactus, I mean, Re- the Re- Silver Richards Surfer. Cool. Right. Yeah, Reed yeah, Richards yeah, is cool. But um, but but not as a his superhero. son is his son is much right. cooler. Reed, Reed Richards is cool as not a superhero, right, but as what right. it means in the background. Like right. he's like super intelligent, does a lot of crazy. He's huge involved stuff, with world politics a and lot. He, yeah, he, he creates the negative zone jail, which is like out of control. Right, crazy. right. All sorts of crazy nonsense that he does in the Marvel universe. But as a superhero, you're like, eh, whatever. He's yeah, he's stretchy. Yeah, who cares? Exactly. I mean, really, none of them are. No. None, I don't. But yeah, again, they're, they're, they're villains. Their villains, villains are who, yeah, who make that <laughs> right. They, and, and 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 the fact that the stuff that especially Reed Richards does is so central to a lot of the plot lines right. uh-huh. in the yeah. Marvel universe. Yep. It's just upsetting to me that it's yeah. all being squandered on like their own thing. Yeah, like not absolutely. even that it's going to be bad. Like, I think that Reed Richards is more like obviously you want Spider Man because of the name recognition. Spider Man's like, but as far as like the, the story, part, the story names. centerpiece goes, but yeah, yeah, as far as like how important he is to, he's more major, important than Tony Stark, right? Yeah. yeah, as far as major, you know, characters that are that are necessary, Reed Richards is way up there. Oh yeah, but yeah, again, you don't care about them like as if as they're just existing in a right. vacuum. Yeah, with their like own, even like yeah. even like the Thing and Sue Storm, like. They're more interesting because there's the whole thing where Reed and Sue are married, but then the thing, there's like this weird like love triangle sort of thing right. going on with Sue Storm, and there's this like betrayal and, and whatever. But that has nothing to do with them fighting anything. Right. That's the right. stuff I find interesting about the Fantastic Four. As far as fighting goes, yes, the villains. That's what it's all about. Because you mean, have, yeah. I mean, let's Silver face it. Silver Surfer is the most interesting, one of the most interesting su- pseudo bad guys. Anti hero, not even really. Anti hero, some sort of like you it's feel just, bad for. Him. Right? Yeah, it's just yeah, exactly. It's just a, a far out concept that you're like, that's so cool. And you know, Galactus, right? A, a, a guy who eats worlds. <laughs> And, and, and then, yeah, of course, Doctor Doom, Doctor Doom like who is one of the best villains in the Marvel universe. Absolutely, he's up there, okay. and it's all wasted. It's all it wasted because, because you, it exists in a vacuum. Yes. Exactly, and like, you know how good Marvel would do Doctor Doom, considering how good they did Loki. Yep. Oh, you know God. they would get somebody awesome, and he would just be super badass. That would fix Marvel's villain problem right now. Absolutely, Doctor Doom. If would they be a could great get Doctor Doom, 
then it would it wouldn't just be Loki and company. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it would exactly. be Doctor Fucking Doom. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, like Thanos is going to be good. I mean, they've they, you know they've they've teased him that you're a lo- you're you're like excited for that. Right. Ultron seems like he's going to be pretty badass. But like, yeah, if, if Doctor Doom would be get Doctor Doom, I would be so excited, right. and he could be just as. As bit of a, a much of a bit character as I'm sure Spider Man will be, where they just have him once in a while do some stuff, and then they're fighting against his robot army, or like he shows up to be like, "Yes, I'm part of this evil plot," you know? And you're like, "Yeah, badass." Oh, he doesn't have just, to do much. He no, have to again, be like again, it would just be character. that would be one of yeah. the greatest. I'm, I'm just picturing this in my mind. The best possible like Marvel stinger for me would just be like the castle. And then, like, the the camera pans down, and you see, like, the back of somebody, like, hammering away at a forge, and then it just, he dips something in the, then he pulls it out, and it's the mask. And that was just, like, zooming in on a desk, and then you just see a metal fist go, like, boom! Boom. Yeah, exactly. Just a metal fist. Doctor Doom esque thing, you like, yeah, and that would be, and that would, and like, yeah. cut to black. the hood, the green hood, or, yeah, oh, oh yeah, dude, awesome. oh, I would it's love just, that. And this is this is yeah. like We're this movie's not a computer and hacker. He's gonna be a computer hacker. Wow, hey, literally the lamest thing. Yeah, they're definitely seen going, that in the movie before. <laughs> watching this trailer, they're definitely going serious. And, oh yeah, and gritty versus like, I mean, the first two Fantastic Fours, awful, but very silly, silly. Like, kind of fun. I mean, you know, you had, uh, what's his name as uh, Chris Evans. You had Cap yep. America as... Uh, as uh, the Human Torch. The human Torch. And very, like... Human Torch is very, like, arrogant, silly. Like, right. this is a very almost pseudo-Spider-Man-esque kind of humor where he's making jokes about stuff. But also... A Always lot getting more on arrogant the f- yeah. than Spider-Man where he's, like, you know, just, like, I'm the best, you know, whatever. But, uh, yeah, and then you get the thing, clobbering time, you know. It's a very kind of very comic booky. Right, it's right. It's a very comic booky sort of world. But this is, like, they're trying to be, like, this is serious. Yeah, exactly. And it's Humanity. Like, I, and it's like, no. I care even I less. I care even yeah. less. This I is, don't this care. Is, this is, again, I, I want to I come up with a genre of this type of picture where it's a movie that, like, really should get us excited. Yeah. And it just yeah. doesn't do Yeah, it. just like just like uh we were talking about with uh Jupiter, Jupiter Sending, Sending and Seventh, Seventh Sun. Sun. On paper these movies sound amazing. Like And then when they oh. we see the trailer we're like <laughs> oh. who cares? Yeah, this movie don't looks care. garbage. <laughs> um and it could be fine. But exactly. I know the what best Matt it's going to get all wasted. Yeah, the best it's going to get is this is okay. Um and I hope it doesn't do well because then they'll be more right closer to selling those right. rights. It gives back them incentive to, to keep making movies to keep exactly, the rights. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So like, I don't, I don't want it to succeed uh, because I know even how, even if it's a, a passable good film, it would be done so much better in the hands of Marvel. So I, I you, mu- you might have said it when you were going through the list, but you mentioned that Tim Blake Nelson was in it. No. Oh uh, no. Okay, so Tim Blake Nelson is in it, and he's playing Harvey Elder. Does that name ring a bell for you, Matt? Mm. I know because we were you were, you watched that you you were reading that uh, Spider Man uh, comic weekly comic where Aunt May marries oh, is he the him. Mole man? He is mole the man. Mole man, yeah. So so they will be having him. So I don't know if he's going to go full mole man really? or if it's just pre- it's previous to his transformation. But or uh, or it's just going to be a guy who's there and they're never going to talk about him again. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, this movie I don't I don't I don't care about it at all. Yeah. 
Um, and and like yeah, you like said, it, it's it, wasted yeah, potential. It's it. You, our only hope is that it's so bad and it makes nothing that Fox is like in much. But Fox is in much less of a position to do that than Sony, because they've had success with their X Men films. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. But like at least at least they might say, hey. This one property, let's do what Sony did and give it back to them, but still make money off of it. Like maybe just, just, just give them rights to Doctor Maybe Doom. precedent <laughs> will be set for them to at least make some money off of it if this does that bad. They won't give up X Men, but maybe they'll give up Fantastic Four. Uh, maybe that'd be great. Maybe I would love that. So anyway, when does this stupid movie come out? <laughs> uh, August. Of twenty fifteen, August seventh. So this yeah. summer, big summer blockbuster. Yeah, it's a big blockbuster. I wonder what else comes out. Let me see. Yeah, please, please look that up. Um, the weekend before it is Mission Impossible Five, and the weekend after it is not much, but The Man from Uncle, which does actually look really good. Yeah, that does look pretty good. But I don't think it's going to be like breaking down doors or anything. So nothing, nothing else is currently around it. Ant Man is like a month prior. Um, but yeah, so nothing, it's not currently up against anything, which makes me more depressed because that means it's not going to get blown out of the water nope. by something nope. else. <laughs> nope. Why couldn't that come out at the same time 50 Shades of Grey came out? Um, maybe they'll re-release 50 Shades of Grey. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, well, I guess you can look forward to that or whatever, who cares? Um, all right, well, m- moving on to, uh, my, my fabulous favorite favorite part of our podcast. I'm so excited. Crimson Corner. Chris's Corner. Crimson Corner. The Crimson Corner. That's right. Crimson Crimson Corner. This Crimson Corner. There's lots of blood. Oh, yeah. Usually. You, you, sure. and this, this And this week's film is uh, no exception. Um, so I sat down. I discussed this with a few uh, uh, people uh, uh, before. I sat down and I typed into Google, movies that Quentin Tarantino has ripped off, <laughs> and got an extensive list. <laughs> a lot of Shaw Brothers films. Yep, a lot of <laughs> Shaw Brothers films. Um, and one of the films that really caught my eye, pun intended when you hear the title Ayo. of this film, is, like most of these movies, it has multiple titles depending on where it came out. And when it came out, well, it is the 1973, and I'm using quotes really heavily here, guys, classic, Thriller, The Girl with One Eye, or Thriller, A Cruel Picture, or They Call Her One Eye, or Hooker's Revenge. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best one. Yeah. Oh, the, the, okay. How do how do I start describing the glory of this picture? Um, it is a it is well, a. Here, I'll just read this quick since I have it up. Yep, yep. Mass wasn't right. A young woman muted after a sexual assault as a child is trained to seek violent revenge on those who have wronged her after being kidnapped and forced to work as a prostitute. Uh, this movie. All the makings for a good. Oh, yep. That's film. that's just. Oh, yep. When I read that, I thought we're in. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's right. This movie, imagine if you will, <laughs> the plot you will. The plot for Taken. Okay, you got that in your head? Right. Yes. Now take Liam Neeson out of the film. Okay. <laughs> that's the plot for, for Thriller. And it's, and it's from the perspective of the girl who got captured. Yes. So, <laughs> and no one comes to save her. Nobody comes to save her. 
she's got it. She's got it. She's doing it for herself, Parker. Uh, <laughs> she is hooked on heroin, forced to become a prostitute. The for the first guy, her client, she doesn't. Her first John. John, yeah. Um, she's not at all happy about this situation, by the way, as one would Imagine expect. that. Um, because she, she's like 16. Yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> typical pretty, privileged Americans. Uh, right? Well, she's Swedish. Uh, um, typical swivelish, swivelish, This Swivelish, pleveless. Parker just had a stroke. What's about to talk about this minute? You last Do you smell almonds? Do you smell almonds? I don't of it. You know, fine of a spit. Oh, no. You're really unsettlingly good at that. I don't know what that means, but you're really good at it. Smivabits. Another skill partner has that will get him nowhere. We got to do the whole episode. Abinets two out of Smigan, four gonna sits. <laughs> oh, we have all completely wow. lost okay. all semblance of all right, reality. Was, okay, so the first, the first uh, uh, John, she she claws his face because she's like, "Fuck this!" Yeah, the whole time she doesn't talk, doesn't say a word, doesn't make a sound. Yeah, so I, I, her being kidnapped and forced into prostitution yeah. tends to you know steal your tongue. The the pimp, right, cuts her eye out, <laughs> and the rest of the film as punishment. She, as punishment. So the rest of the film, she has an eye patch. Yep. Um, so she gets. I forget how it worked in the plot. She gets like Mondays off or something, where she can go and do whatever she wants. Right. But they know she's going to come back because she has to get right, her fixed heroin. heroin. Right. So she takes her money and instead of in spending it on other stuff, because there's another girl there that like is her friend who talks to her. And tells her what she does. She takes all her money and gets rally car driving lessons, um, marksman lessons, and kung fu lessons. <laughs> right. Wow. That's a, an impressive resume. Yeah. Um, and then when she reaches her peak in training, goes sick house on all of these guys' asses. <laughs> um, it, is, it, it is a legitimately incredible movie. Uh, the, the 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 woman who plays the the lead, um, her name is Christina Lindbergh. Right. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What is the name of the movie again? Thriller. They call it's her every, one. Eye. It's a million names. Yeah. Just type in Thriller, a cruel picture. Yeah. That. This chick. All right. I saw her. Two things went through my mind. A. She's gorgeous. Right. B. She is actually very talented because it's very hard to convey. That amount of like r- various emotions without speaking, right? And so I instantly was like, "I got to see every movie <laughs> this woman's ever made." And then I looked up her IMDb and went, "I got to well, see two <laughs> of her movies that she made because the rest are just softcore porn." Yeah, there is yep. one called Anita, Swedish nymphette. Here is the premise for it. Anita is a girl of only 16 years, and while she has developed early physically to a mature woman, she is psychologically (laughs) completely ruthless. And the other one, Diary of a Rape. Young young Lena is trapped in a complex situation of sex and lies. Uh, The the other one I like is Maid, M-A-I-D, in Sweden. (laughs) And it's just like... Just tells the story of a 16-year-old Swedish girl. She's, she's perpetually leaves, 16. Yeah, who leaves her rural home to spend a weekend in the Swedish capital. 
capital and uh, an innocent with no experience and go on from there. Yeah. <laughs> so the only other film that I saw on that on the list, there was a film that she uh, co-starred in called Sex and Fury, which was also on this list of movies that Tarantino had ripped off. I will probably do a Chris's Corner on that eventually because it's so good. Um, this movie, I was reading up on it, as I, as I often do with types of these films, because often with these movies, what happens behind the scenes is just as batshit crazy yeah. as what happens in you know on the camera. So for the scene where they cut her eye out, it's an on-screen cut. There's no cuts in the film. It's just an, uh, a, a knife stabbed into an eye, which you couldn't do that very well back in 1973 with just practical effects. Right. How they did it, the director somehow caught his hands on a fresh cadaver. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and physically like, cut the eye out on camera. This is like true of a corpse. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He somehow, I don't know, I don't know how you legally do this. Um, for all the scenes that uh, uh, Miss Lin- Lin- Lindbergh, yep. uh, of her shooting up, they actually got her to shoot up a saline solution, <laughs> which isn't exactly uh, no. safe. No. Um, you can screw that up. <laughs> oh, yeah. So she yeah. was actually shooting up saline solution the whole time. Um, for the scenes where she's just like going into firefights and shooting everybody. They couldn't figure out how to make it look realistic. So they decided to hire marksmen and use live ammunition. (laughs) Oh, it gets better. Then they thought, well, shit. If they accidentally kill her, the movie's a bust. So the director took a full life insurance policy out on her life so that if she died, the film was paid for. (laughs) Holy shit. Making to, movies in Sweden in the 70s. Holy this shit. movie, the, the, his, the director's previous work had bombed big time. So he wanted to make the most viable picture he could that would like get the mass audiences. But, and, he, and he, wanted, he really wanted an American release. So how do you do that in 73? I know. We'll splice actual pornography into the film. <laughs> so they hired two people who literally, I was reading about this, they went by aliases. I forget their aliases' names. I think it was like, I don't know, it was like, uh, uh, I think it literally was like Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> something, yeah, something. Where they, they would go around performing live sex acts in, in a van, and they hired these people to just like have sex on camera so they could splice it in. <laughs> I'm watching this on YouTube. YouTube. I was not prepared. Um, wow! Because I didn't know this as I was I was read all this right. afterwards. So I'm watching the movie, and all of a sudden, there's full on penetration, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> this is this is not what I signed up for on YouTube, nonetheless. Um, and then I thought in horror, what happens when Melissa comes downstairs <laughs> and sees like me? No, 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 it's no! A, it's a, a legitimate movie. You can yeah. find it. You can it, yeah, look it up on IMDb. Yeah, it's. It's not it's, XMDB. <laughs> it, is that a thing? That should be Probably. a thing. It's, it's like sure I was watching a Lars von Trier film without the 
cultural cachet of saying I'm watching a Lars von Trier yeah, film, right? Because right. he has stuff like that in his movies, right. and you can get away with like, it. Oh no, it's an artsy. Yeah, yeah you can so get away bad. with it by being like, no, no. no Will and Defoe's in it. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, I'd be like, sorry, sweetie. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, but isn't she pretty? Yeah, and she, <laughs> she's pretty hot, huh? Oh, my listen. God. Later in the movie, they don't sexualize her at all. Oh no, no, she's no. They in do a, the she's in a trench whole coat, time. So. Um, really? I'm, I mean, I'm looking at screenshots. In the later parts of the film, she's wearing like a heavy trench coat. Oh yeah, well that's because that's when she's just killing everybody. Oh yeah, that's when she's going ape shit on them. So I'm saying you can say it's like empowerment. Don't like, worry. Eventually, oh, I have a I have a whole theory about this that I uh, said to uh, Jeremy Sayer one time about how my my theory is that uh, exploitation films are the most feminist films we have. Uh, he shot my theory down real quick. I could imagine <laughs> it didn't didn't go over uh, too well. Don't think so. I was like, I'm not saying they're perfect. I'm just saying they're better than any other option we have right now. Hmm. I know, I know. That's the re- Silence was the reaction I got out of him, too. Okay. Just saying, like, take, you know, the best femi- feminist activist out there and then take Thriller or Cool Picture. Thriller no, or Cool Picture. No, I'm, 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 I'm just saying, anyway, we're not going to get into this I'm debate. Just, I'm just kidding. I know, I know. Kidding. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying this is... A way to piss people off. I'm not. Hey, I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm also not gonna say you're right. (laughs) I'm not gonna make that joke. Uh, This movie is crazy. Um, Yeah, and but it's really good. I, I, it's one of those movies that I have a hard time. I, I can't recommend it to people because, like I said, there's flat out porn in it. Right, but. It's, it's also a good movie. It's a damn good movie. It's entertaining. Yeah. It is well made, uh, shockingly well made. Um, it also it also makes like like I mean, if you imagine that Quentin Tarantino stealing this character, right? If you if you write this in as L Driver's backstory. It makes her a lot more complex of a character. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Because as it is, you're just like, she's awful. I hate her. I'm, I hope she dies very soon. And like when you watch this, you be, might be like, Ooh. yeah, she yeah. was treated pretty bad all yeah. her life. Like, the, the, the I kind of understand how, how she doesn't like authority figures. Yeah. <laughs> and is just generally like a even, psychopath. Like even her sensei, I can imagine her like reacting to the abuse of being like, you know, oh, you can't eat with, you know, your chopsticks or, whatever, you know, you got to eat with chopsticks. You know, that just sort of abuse. Smacking her hand. Yeah. And then she just I can goes imagine nuts. her just going, yep, I'm going to kill you. Yep. <laughs> um, as much as I do love Quentin Tarantino, there, yeah. the, the more I'm watching these movies, I'm just like, damn, dude, you must be so pissed that the internet exists now because we're finding out. <laughs> How much you ripped you, off all this that You just literally took a character and went, <laughs> I'm not going to... The only thing I'm going to change, um, she can talk now. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> but but at the same time, though, it's like... As long as you... As long as the thing you make is, like, better in the sense that it's, like, um, like newer and more modern right, looking right. and done with the, the newest uh, special effects, whatever, at your disposal, it almost works to your favor. Because, like, what we talked about when we watched... Escape from Alcatraz is like holy crap. There's a lot of Shawshank Redemption just yeah. lifted right. so much yeah. from this movie. Yeah, but Shawshank Redemption is still amazing because it's still an amazing film. It doesn't matter that it just 
like d- d- it wasn't even an homage at some point. You're just like that's just a character they just stole stole out of right from there. Like, and there's no like, and there's no like qualms. About it. They're not like, oh, this you know, there's no there's this. no apologies. Yeah, there's no like, hey, I just really like to skate from Alcatraz. It was just kind of like if you catch the reference, you're gonna be like, oh wow, that's just straight from Al- yeah. from Alcatraz. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 yet it still works because it's so good. Like the movie's good enough that you can right. get away with it almost. You know, like if you. As long as your movie is good, you can pretty much steal from anything, and it'll just seem like an homage, or you're just like, isn't that cool? Right, like, You right. can just kind of go like, isn't that great that we stole that? Like, And you're just like, okay, sure. I mean, on, on, on the one hand, I was just like, come on, Quentin Tarantino. With the, but on the <laughs> other hand, I was like, if you wouldn't have done that, I never would have discovered this exactly. movie. Exactly. It's, it's, yeah, it's, there's, a, there's definitely a two edges to this yeah. thing where you're like, part of you is like, uh, Quentin Tarantino stealing another thing. Yeah, but at the same time, you're like, but then you're right. I wouldn't have seen this or heard of this. I like, never would have heard of this picture. And let's be whatsoever. honest, it's not like 90 percent of cinema now isn't just stealing. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like yeah. maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe you're doing it in the guise of like, oh, it's an adaptation, or <laughs> right, it's right. like based on this thing. But you're still like not doing anything new <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but no. So, so like I said, I don't. If you are into if if you look at exploitation films the way I do where like if you're 90, okay with full on penetration well no I mean but like in, just, into your movies <laughs> I mean who who isn't let's be honest uh, Chris uh, just, this is Chris a great like, r- this is a great film to like show with uh, your significant other if you really want to <laughs> spice up yeah, the world. like it's never too late to have when, another when Valentine's Chris watches date. any movie it, it, he'll be watching it he'll pause it and then look down at his phone he has queued up. <laughs> Some porn, and then he'll just play it for a few seconds, pause it, go back <laughs> to the my movie. fix. Just give him my fix. Every like 10, 15 minutes, he just splices it in himself. So this movie did it for him. He was like, wow! <laughs> I can put Save my phone so away. Much Thank you for so much. I didn't have to switch between tabs. Jeez. It was so nice. <laughs> uh, but no, like if, 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 if you actually enjoy exploitation, <laughs> uh, this is actually one of the rare good exploitation films. But that being said, <laughs> it's not but for everybody. <laughs> you got to be okay Just with saying, but a also lot like, of as you awfulness. Said, it's a good exploitation film. That doesn't not mean it's a, a good, good film. film. <laughs> if you can find, and I, I there has to be because it, it wouldn't diminish at all from the movie. I read somewhere there is a cut where all the porn is cut out. Because it doesn't add right. it anything was, It was to just it. a way of that guy being like, I want to get people in the theaters. Right. And right. at the time in the 70s, in the 73, that you, was were, the old, yeah. you were getting people into the theaters with that, right. as evidenced by what, when we watched Taxi Driver. Like, <laughs> there is, like, they're showing, like, that's what's happening in theaters. Like, there's just straight up porn, porn. in major theaters, and everybody's the theater is filled. filled. Like this is at this all is the times 70s. of day. <laughs> like, yeah. it's the seventies. Whatever. Yeah. So that was his way of trying to get commercially viable. Like in the same way that they just cast a big name in the movie nowadays, right? Or right. you know, do other some such nonsense. That was just the way to do it back I mean, our, then. Our culture is so porn saturated yeah. now that like maybe like, maybe yeah. nobody will care. Nobody they'd be watching going like, what's the big deal? Yeah, it's only it's only up there for like fifteen seconds. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> But like like I said, like you could cut that out and it would not change a thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it actually would make it better because then I could recommend it more to more people. <laughs> so if you can find there, there's a cut out there. I don't know what it's, I forget. Each cut has a different name. Right. Surprised enough, YouTube hasn't taken it down. 
But I guess it's like one of those things where they're who's like, gonna, eh. who's, but also who's going to report it? Anybody who watches that right. film in its entirety right. is you watching it, it. It's not right. like it opens up with the porn. It, right. it it's like. 40 minutes in. Right. Okay. So like yeah. you have to make it that far and there's a and lot there's of already, other awful yeah, going on. There's a lot of already like violence, whatever, that you're already going to go if you're upset. Like, uh, I don't like yeah. it. It's the, violent. The people, like no one's stumbling upon this. The people who yeah. sought it out sought What's it out for this? a reason. Ooh, and the people who own the I like it. Michael Jackson. Yeah. I'm going to watch this. Oh, no. where's Michael? <laughs> yeah, n- nobody's, nobody's stumbling <laughs> on it on accident. They just asking it. Where's and Michael? <laughs> where's Michael? Where's Michael? And the people who own the rights to it don't they either don't know it's there or just don't care right right because it's not like this like it's not like the no one's gonna buy this movie right. no one owns the rights right to this. let's be honest um so yeah just just all of that craziness oh, it makes this yeah. movie great so don't well, don't go watch it <laughs> <laughs> watch it but don't watch it. i don't want whoever your who your parents or your significant other or no. Whoever you care about, we don't want them to stop. Although, although you. I did, I did <laughs> so. recommend it. I did recommend it to uh, Seth because he was watching. A well, movie. no one loves him. It's fine. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I, I was, I was uh, kind of chatting with him on Twitter, and yep. he, uh, he was saying how he, he was like, "Oh, I'm watching an exploitation film." I'm like, good on you, buddy. Way to go. The, the Padawan is learning. And he said to me, yeah, it's a movie called Cannibal Holocaust. And I went, you don't want to see it. It's really, really disturbing. Yeah. Like the stuff that goes on on screen. Yeah. I, I read about Cannibal Holocaust. And I was like, I don't nope. need to see that at all. Nope. I'm happy with not, <laughs> with not having that. those images burned into my retina. And, and he made it about 30 minutes in and he just tweeted out, why am I still watching this? And I said, turn it off and watch Thriller, A Cruel Picture. Because it's You'll it's be a better it's a or, better movie <laughs> and it doesn't or have under the stairs yeah was that was that was oh called? um um don't look in the basement don't look in the basement um uh, even even Satan's cheerleaders yeah Cannibal Holocaust <laughs> is so upsetting because they actually have scenes of um killing animals yeah ki- like animal mm-hmm. torture yeah. yeah that actually happened. Yep. That the director is now like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I'm like, no yeah. shit, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> you idiot. I should not have done that. Yeah. So I should not I, have done that. <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, e- even I'm like, uh, and you guys know me, I'll see a lot of movies. <laughs> even I won't see Yeah, Cam- Cannibal Holocaust. Holocaust is up there with, like, all the movies... Is, is up there with, like, the Ser- what I call, like, the Serbian film yeah, class. Definitely. Of, like, why would you once? watch this? Not going to do it again. Oh, you you actually saw Cannibal Holocaust? Serbian film. No, Serbian film. You pick one that's in that class, and if you've seen one of them, you're like, never. Never again. Nope, no need. Nope, I get it. I get it. I (laughs) I understand why I shouldn't have watched this. Yep. (laughs) I very much understand now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, moving on to our feature presentation, we sat down and watched Dazed and Confused. The adventures of incoming high school and junior high students <laughs> on the last day of school in May 1976. Uh, you gonna, uh, I'm, I'm waiting for the time as a flat circle. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Is, that, is this Matthew McConaughey's like first? That line, and this is according to the IMDb trivia, Yeah, is the first line of any film he ever filmed. That's it's amazing. his. It's now his tagline, yep. and according to IMDb trivia, it is the first like thing he ever did in a movie. Wow, really? That's yeah. Which All is right. really cool when you consider like he said it in his like Oscar speech. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this movie it's synonymous with his right. like persona. 
I didn't even know it was from this movie. <laughs> yeah, at you guys, first. Have you any of you guys been keeping up with It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? No. no the I one episode, like, Dennis is, like, pretending to be, like, a good bartender for, like, an inspector. And every time the inspector, like, passes the bar, he, like, points at her and goes, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> like, every time. He does it, like, five times throughout That's the episode. Awesome. That's great. But yeah, the, the, yeah. I, so yeah, this is this is Matthew McConaughey's first film. The only thing he did before it was he was on an episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Nice. You remember that show? Nice. It was like vaguely. Oh, it was like just like this whole like it was like sort of realistic, sort of. But like, the, but but the whole thing was that they had a, a number you could call if you had information because they were right. like in the vein of America's Most Wanted, but sort a little of, bit more dr- dr- like dramatic. They would do they they would do like some episodes would be like these are unsolved crimes, right? And then there'd be some that were sort of supernatural, natural, pseudo, yeah. but not really. I just remember re- watching it as a kid being terrified yeah. i'm but like there was six always years a old. number at the end the guy would be like so if you have any information from blah, blah 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 but yeah he was on an episode of unsolved mysteries if you ever doing saw that, a dramatization yeah. and then but then it's a, up but there then with like that, rescue 911 yeah. <laughs> but then after that yeah days of confused uh, so here uh, obviously matthew mcconaughey um big big other, big cast uh, uh, yeah huge yeah, cast of lots of people that at that time weren't at yeah. really that big yep. um and now have gone on to do my my favorite stuff. cameo by far though is Ben Affleck. He oh, is yeah. absolutely the perfect. Absolutely, he, because you don't really even can. You, it's hard to even see that it's him yeah. at times because yeah. he's got like like a ridiculous hairstyle uh-huh. and he's like the biggest asshole the biggest ever. Oh yeah, and you're like what. You also have Parker Posey playing every playing, character that Parker Posey's ever played. In- ever. Insane from the get go. Yep. yep, crazy uh, bitch. Mila, what's uh, Jovovich? Jovovich, yeah. Um, she's in it for like ten minutes. Uh, Adam Goldberg. Yep, yep. There's a lot of a dude that's in like legit. He plays like very sophisticated dudes now. Um, Rory Cochran, who play, who was in Twenty Four. He's in CSI. He's in the company. He's yeah. in a couple of different CSIs. Uh, is that is the stoner dude? But like he, no, like in Twenty Four, he plays. Greg Seaton, he's in, um, he's in the seventh season. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he's just like, you know, kind of holy like, crap. And and but that's that's the dude with the long hair. He's like, hey man, I'm totally stoned all the time. That dude, uh, my favorite line with that is when he just looks at him and goes, "Why, yeah. you cool?" <laughs> also, uh, as a fun like confluence of people getting back together, he is in Argo. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, but that yeah. was that was weird. Yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. But yeah, uh just that that's great. Adam Goldberg. Oh, he's so great. He's the with the with the nerdy guy who's like, I just want to dance. Yeah. And who then like <laughs> drunkenly wants to keep fighting that guy because <laughs> yep. he yep. perceives that he's disrespecting him. Yeah. I, I, lo- I love his theory that like all fights just end after the yeah. first punch. And I'm like, <laughs> got, which is like it, the the okay, the thing about this movie that's great is it, it, it encapsulates every single stereotype that exists in in a high, in high school, school in yeah. night and pretty much all time but 1970s especially um and you have all these dudes you have the footballs guys and you have but even in that like they 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 break it down into mm-hmm. the subcategories you know you have the football guy who's just like oh i'm just 
football. Got to do way. it for coach. Do it for the team. Only the strong survive. And then you have the dude that that crosses the barriers between like he hangs out with the football crowd, but he's also a stoner guy. Right. And he's the quarterback, which makes sense because he's just like whatever. I don't need to be a big meathead. Yeah. And then you have the whole stoner group, and then you have like the guy who's just out to be an asshole and wants to fight. The one dude who literally uh, flunks. English is senior year so that he, he can, can get held back he, yeah. and be a senior again. Yep. You yep. Have That's dude, Ben Affleck's right, character. You have ben Affleck. Then you have Matthew McConaughey who like is been graduated but just hangs out because as oh, he yeah. says in it, I keep getting older but they stay the, the same, same age. age. You guys ever met one of those oh, jackasses yeah. in real life? Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> the saddest thing. We all I remember it's fine to have like it, when you graduate from high school. It's fine to have like I think we all had some friends that were still in high school, like whatever, because right. they were they were you you interacted with them, whatever. It's yeah. not unnatural. But then there's the people who like they're like three, four years out of high school, and their entire friend base yep. are high schoolers, and yep. you're just like, that's weird. Yeah, like <laughs> why why, are why you is doing that? this? You should not be doing that because, first of all, if any of them are females, you could get in legal trouble. Yeah. <laughs> and even if they're not, it's just you should make friends that are your age now. Or, or, or just, wait or, or wait <laughs> until those people are like out of college, too. Yeah. Like it's just kind of not right. Uh, well, but his <laughs> Matthew McConaughey's character is just the best. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. There's the token black guy in this movie. Yep, he's yep. like, and he's so he's so perfect. Everybody in the every character in this is just perfect. We, just we, a perfect characterization. I, I I love too that this it's this like I don't know. Depending on where you sit on like your views of things, it's either utopian or dystopian right. view <laughs> of like how the seventies was. Right, but. Yeah, I remember you talking I, about this. I, I have to say there's at least some realism to it. Mm-hmm. Because I distinctly remember my dad talking about high school in the 70s and how education at that time, it was going through like an extreme upheaval. Right. right. And basically, in order to be a teacher, all you needed to do is stand in front of a room yeah. and watch mm-hmm. kids for 40 minutes, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he said... It wouldn't be uncommon for essentially your teacher to be like four years older than you, maybe less, uh, and essentially just be a hippie and just stand <laughs> up and talk about you know the government every day. Yeah. No homework, no whatever, and that and that was class. My, like, my and he says this without. He, you know, my dad's a conservative guy. He's not saying this as if like, oh, uh, uh, yeah. uh, he's just telling me straight up. That's like, how that's, it was. That's how it was. Right. And he said like, for people that went to college, it was a shock. Right. <laughs> like <laughs> nowadays, you go to like kids that go to college. Like it's like the workload in high school is actually comparable, if not worse, at times. Right. The only like, thing is, you suddenly are are like completely on your own to do. Right. You it. have like, to. You don't have your parents. If you don't have you do the it, work drive, what, yeah. if you don't have the work drive, it's you harder. Screw but if you. you're already like that, it's really not a big shock no, for, really. for kids in the 70s like the american education system <laughs> as far as high school went was garbage but college was like college was still tough Co- and college, you needed college to- was way tougher than it is now yeah, like right. college was not dumbed down the way it right. is now where it's pretty much just like eh, as long as you can get a loan or pay for it whatever you can go here and it's almost just like high school to the like to it's the high school with power. beer right <laughs> yeah so so when i see like basically anarchy <laughs> In this movie, I'm like, seems legit. No, no, my my seems dad, legit. my dad would uh, tell me stories about how like 
he would take like a because uh, uh, when I was in high school, I took an electricity electronics class where you'd like to learn how to build circuit boards and stuff like that. Um, and I was saying how my teacher is kind of like this burnout who falls asleep in the middle of class, and we sneak out and and go to Yoder's <laughs> and get food and like. My dad was like, yeah, that's pretty much how it was when I was in high school, too, except that was like everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like every teacher was like <laughs> Like that. every teacher would do that. <laughs> like, yeah, he would tell me all kinds of stories like that. So, yeah, this movie this is great um, on so many different levels. Yeah. Just for a quick second, the soundtrack. Uh, yep. Now, Parker, you were telling me that you had, like, when, when this came out, people were still buying CDs. Yeah. Well, I guess tapes well, yeah, this at is, that point. I can at least, I, I'm always embarrassed by what my first CD purchase was. Half embarrassed because I bought um, two soundtracks. I Uh-oh. bought the soundtrack to this. Nice. So Good. amazing. Good. Out. Well done. Crushed it. Uh, and I also bought, and it wasn't a soundtrack, but it was literally might as well have been a soundtrack because I only listened to the one song, the uh, Rembrandts, which is the the band that did Ooh, the soundtrack, yeah. the, the theme song from Friends. I was like, I'll buy this CD. They did that song from Friends that I like so wow. much. And that is a terrible album, and obviously <laughs> there's no reason to buy that. But uh, I did fortunately pick up the soundtrack for this, so... <laughs> I, I, I saved myself. You redeemed yourself. I redeemed myself on some level. And to be fair, the Rembrandt CD, I only listened to one track a few times until I got sick of it. The D- Days of Confused CD was in heavy rotation for all the way through high school because it was just the best collection. And on top of it, they released a second uh, it it sold so well that they released a second collection because there was more than like twelve songs right, in this movie. Yeah. So they released a second collection that was like the other songs that were in the movie. Think think the best of the seventies. You got stuff like Steppenwolf, well, Fog Hat, uh, ZZ Top, ZZ Top on there. Bob Dylan, and, and like a great, War, like Leonard a great Skinner, mix. Deep Purple, oh, yeah. Piss, that's Black what's Sabbath. great. It's not like a bunch of the rock bands, and it's not a bunch of the folk bands. It's yeah. all, over. all over the spectrum. Um, it's gr- that's what's great about it because you know that's how I got introduced to yeah. like. I mean, sadly enough, because I didn't have anybody that was into this type of music when I was a kid. But that's how I got introduced to Bob Dylan on a big scale, and I was a huge Bob Dylan fan for a long time. And that like hearing Hurricane in that one scene when they it is such a great like all the music is used very iconically. Yeah, yeah. And like you know Matthew McConaughey goes walking into the rec center or wherever they're hanging out and it's all the people hanging out having a good time and it just he busts into the place with you know the two other characters behind him and it's just like here comes a story of her oh this (laughs) is badass like the 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 soundtrack is almost another character to the movie it is where it's telling it's telling its own story in the background it's very reminiscent to Movies like Guardians of the Galaxy. Absolutely. Yep. Definitely. Yep. Forrest Gump. Yep. Uh, I'm trying to think of other examples. But movies that the music is very popular, songs that everyone's heard that aren't just there to be there. They're right. also there to serve a purpose. Right. Yeah. Um, so now, that when it, they come on, you're like, ah, yeah, yeah that f- uh, totally. But I, I, I totally got it because... Um, American wa- Hustle is another one. Yes. Yeah. Um, a while back, went, actually during the Guardians of the Galaxy review, or one of the many Guardians of the Galaxy reviews that we did, yeah. Parker, you had brought up that uh, that you, you absolutely love the soundtrack, but that the Days of Confused soundtrack is even 
more important to the film. Right. And as we're watching, I'm like, I get it right. now. It right. makes like, total I mean, that, sense. You know, it's, it's important to Guardians of the Galaxy. It's like, you know, they talk about this, the the this, the tape, and he's always playing it. Right, right. So it is central to that, but this is just like, I mean, I mean, it's about the 70s, so it, they, you would need as much 70s songs as you can possibly well, get, and they get them all. Yeah. <laughs> as far as all those movies that I've listed in any movie I can think of, this has the most. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, I don't remember ever watching a movie and, like, Literally, like, it's like it's like having a movie with a dramatic score. That that's how much yeah. music there is, but it's all like it's hit all after hit yeah. after number one hit. And uh, I remembered we uh, debated like I wonder how much money they spent getting the rights to this. <laughs> um, so the total budget of this movie was uh, just about seven million. Supposedly, over a sixth of that budget was acquiring rights. Damn! So they spent over a million, which almost seems low to me still. Right to, to acquire like, the rights I mean, for it's all nine, that music. That's ninety-three dollars, but still, that's not. That's still not that much, you know, right, right? Considering right. when you consider how much. But yeah, this is definitely not like this is ninety-two when they're making this movie and when they're working on it. So like, I still think ninety-two is just at the beginning cusp of when. The the record industry is completely out of control. They're still right. pretty out of control at this point, but like I feel like it's the mid to late nineties where it just gets ridiculous, and they just start going. Everything costs a billion dollars. Well, yeah, because I, mean? I mean, Paul's. When, when did Paul's oh, boutique come out? Yeah, that's uh, that's a little that, bit before that. Was I that think, like ninety one? Yeah, I think so. Because yeah, that, that, that right there is that, a licensing nightmare. <laughs> that eight, uh, 89. Was it 89? Just, okay. just before the 90s. And that, it, you could not make that album today. Not and that a is chance. like one of the best albums, let alone Beastie Boys album. That is one of my top 10 albums of all time, period. And you like the idea that you can't make that album mm-hmm. in today's day and age is depressing oh, as hell. Oh, hell yeah, it is. Like, you can't make something like that. And that's just like, what? Like, I mean, it's great that like that's a that's a restriction that then, you know, artists have to work within, and maybe it it makes better stuff because they like work harder right. because they have these restrictions. But, but at still. the same time, the fact that you what you could do if you have the ability to use whatever you want just yeah. upset. And and obviously now we're in the age where people just release unlicensed nonsense for free anyway. Right. You got so stuff like you got, you got people like Girl Talk. Right. right. Or, and that. you got like the Gray album, you yep. know, Danger Mouse well, and all this stuff. Mix and tapes. it's great. Rappers exactly. do that with mix, mix tapes, tapes and it's great. It's, they don't release it for purchase. Right, right. So but it's sad that you, you can't get a major release that would right. get played on the radio right. the way Paul's Boutique was because you know, it just costs way too much, right. you know. Well, there is one song that I, I found it was disappointing that they couldn't get uh, because Robert Plant is an asshole. Yes, he um, is. Rock and roll. And the name of the film actually comes from the Led Zeppelin song, right. Days and Confused. Confused. Yep. Um, and they wanted to get Rock and Roll by Led Zeppelin yeah. and Robert Plant. Robert, was like, Robert Plant no. is notorious they, for they being also, a No. They also My music's important. <laughs> more important than anyone ever. Right. Even the Beatles. I'm Robert Plant. <laughs> the, I'm a dickhead. <laughs> the other thing that great uh, band I, I was always... Asshole. Anyway. The other thing I was always disappointed with, because I had both, I had gotten both albums. The one came out in 93, the next one came out the next year in 94. And... Um, it's the only Aerosmith song that I like. They have in the movie, but they couldn't get it for the soundtrack. Sweet Emotions. Uh, oh, really? Which is such a great... And it's, and it's so iconic in the movie. That's my first introduction to like a lot of different uh, bands that I didn't listen to. Like, I mean, I had... In the ni- you know in 93, I knew who Aerosmith was from like... 
those the terrible Alicia Silverstone videos, and I was like, I hate Aerosmith. They're so annoying, like wow. crazy, cause I love. And I hated Aerosmith because of that. But I didn't realize they had this back catalog of good stuff. And I watched Days of Confusion, the very beginning of the movie. It shows the Gramercy mm-hmm, logo, and mm-hmm, then it's like, mm-hmm. boom, 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 yep, 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 you know, yep. you got that sweet emotions with like the didgeridoo kind of soundtrack <laughs> thing in the beginning. Yeah. And then you hear the, the, the snare pop, sweet, and then you see a big <laughs> giant boat of a car pulling into a uh, you know, high school parking lot and just like mm-hmm. real slow. Everybody's driving the most ridiculous cars, and oh, they're yeah. all just like, oh, yeah. And, and you, but at the same time, it's not unrealistic because you know those cars were available mass at produced t- at that and time. And also, this is supposed to be set in like '79, so right. like this is like the beginning of the like the late '70s. So all these cars are like years old. Yeah, parents you know I mean? are these just aren't, like, like giving them to kids. the kids. Yeah, yeah these right. aren't cutting edge cars where it's like, oh man, it's like no, these are you know cars that they're like ah whatever you could take it yeah. I don't care. The, and the, they, the muscle car phase was just about <laughs> over in America at that point. Another great part about it is, is there's no like overarching plot of this right, movie right where you're like oh we're following this along there's so many stories going so, on oh yeah it's just like a day in this high it's school population absolutely. it went as i was watching it like it just hit me at, and i think i even talked to during the movie and told you guys, mm-hmm. this is american graffiti yeah for the 70s whereas yeah. american graffiti was the 50s yep um, where there is no real overarching story, the whole thing takes place in a day, and it yep. follows these kids before like, a um, major every, event in their life. Exactly, and it's like every trope mm-hmm. from that yeah. era yeah. just thrown into a movie. And uh, but yeah, so just although I would, I, I'm going to go out on a limb after watching American Graffiti. Uh, this movie does it so much better. Um, yeah. Because American Graffiti is okay. It's not. I mean, it's one of those movies that I watched once, and I was like, "Well, that was a movie." Um, <laughs> it was kind of interesting to see Harrison Ford sort of try to pick up yeah. a, a very, very minor girl, and then realize she's a minor and try to <laughs> ditch her in the middle of the city, uh, where right. there's nobody <laughs> to take care of her. Like Ugh. that was kind of weird. But like after watching this movie, I was like. Damn, how did I wait so long yeah, to see this so movie? Good. And, like, again, talking about the soundtrack and how it's, like, a character. After watching the movie a whole bunch, because this was, like, my friends and I, like, would quote this movie. Like, literally, anytime somebody called Shotgun, we'd always be, like, we like, the, the stoner guy in this has a great yeah, moment yeah. where he always gets Shotgun, and then he doesn't get it the one time. And he's, like, well, you could get Shotgun because only because I'm not going. <laughs> 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 yeah, this movie is remarkably quotable. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of quotes from this movie that I didn't know were from, from this movie, movie. exactly. Because um, I think I I had said the uh, why man are you cool and you were like yeah. that's well it yeah. was right before are we started cool? like it's from and this he's movie like, what like smoke pot and he's like cool man <laughs> <laughs> that's everything he does cool, just man. like what yeah. <laughs> just totally out of it it's the best. Uh, yeah. And gets and gets so serious when he's talking about building a bong, like when they're in the the shop class, and he's like, "Nah, man, you see, you gotta have the air here. The airflow's gotta come in. What you're gonna want to uh. do." And like all of a sudden, he's so serious. Every other thing, time you talk to this guy, he's like, "What? Yeah." He's so out of it. As soon as somebody's care. like, "How do I make a bong out of this?" Okay, seriously, I'm gonna get real shit with you. This, this is this is this is the proper <laughs> method. Now, uh, I, I don't know about you guys, but I hung out with a lot of stoners in high school, um, and that is 
shockingly accurate. I have I have been in house parties because I was I was the sober guy right, right. at these parties because I would make money taking people home at night. Because um, the beginning you'd, of it, you'd, you'd like steal from their wallet. No, 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 no. <laughs> Drunk and stone people like at the beginning of the party they're like, man, we're just gonna party all night. <laughs> and then around three in the morning they're like, I want to go to bed. Yeah, in um, my own bed. In my own bed, not the couch like we <laughs> were on planning. The floor. <laughs> so I would I would just be like. Hey, I mean, if you you float me some gas money, I'll take you home. Right. Drunks well, and stoners don't know what they have in their wallets. So they're just, <laughs> just and I, and I try man, to, yeah, I'm trying to be like, dude, that's a twenty. And this yeah, is it's cool, it's cool. Ga- gas is a buck fifty a, ga- or a gallon. What are you doing? He's like, no, nah, man, it's cool. You you really helped me out. Buy yourself breakfast. Oh, uh, those I, were good old days, right, guys? Whew, cheap gas. <laughs> <laughs> Never we were see almost that again. there for a moment. Almost. Never see that again. <laughs> we were there for a week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um. Yeah, but I, I'd be at house parties where we're hanging out, listening to music, they're smoking pot, and all of a sudden I'd be, like, like the one dude would be sitting there, kind of staring off in the distance, and he'd, be like, get super serious, be like, all right, everybody shut up! And we'd all get really quiet, and like, we can make a bong out of that. <laughs> yes. And then everybody would be like, I'd seen them, I swear to God, they all looked at it in unison. That's went, so funny. Oh. <laughs> and so they, they, they're getting tools. They're 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 sanding wood down. They're grinding stuff down. They're like, like they're, they're sitting there going, okay, how do we do? All right, we do this. We get that. Who's got a screen? Everyone's fishing for their wallets to get a screen. I'm like, yep. I'm standing there as an outside observer, going like, what the hell? I've never seen you. You guys are all failing various classes in school, and yet hey, you're just so committed. Proper, proper motivation. Hey, hey if, if, they, if they would legalize weed and put it in the American education system, you'd see a lot That's of right. grades come up. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I, I absolutely loved that part. That, that's why I laughed so hard at that part in the, in the woodshop class when the dude's like hyper-focused on like, the, right. the properties of proper <laughs> bong making. It's oh. an art. It's yes. an art form. Yeah. So, uh, great. Great movie. Definitely Absolutely. See it Absolutely love it. Um, as as uh, Matt pointed out uh, before we actually started this podcast, you can just get it on Amazon instant yeah, for, like for like three dollars. Yeah, and that's three dollars well spent. Well spent. Yeah, um, definitely. Guarantee you, this is going to be in like the ten dollar Blu Ray bin at <laughs> Walmart, the five dollar DVD bin. Yep. Um, it's one of those that we deviate from our Netflix thing because you really should just see it. Yeah, it's absolutely. a cult classic. Yeah, and, and no matter it, who you it are, seemed, you see it. it seemed appropriate only because this year, like I said, last year we got Boyhood, and this year we are getting uh, what I'm most excited about: a spiritual sequel to Days to Confuse. Not necessarily storyline wise, but a spiritual sequel in that it's going to be set in the '80s. But so we had the, oh. we had a '70s one, and now we're going to get an '80s one. I'm just where thinking of the same, music they're going to the get. same the same uh, centered around like uh, I think it's I think in this time instead of football, it's going to be baseball centered. So we had the young kids um, from this movie. I think this, this the idea is that now they're in high school and they all oh. play baseball oh. in high school, nice. and now they're going to be graduating high school and they're all baseball guys instead of football guys, and then. It's going to go from go there. Go from there. And, and so, instead of pot, they're cool. doing coke. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be, there's going to be some cokeheads. There's going to uh, be all sorts of stuff. A bunch there's of gonna punks. Be all, there's going to be yeah. new wave. There's going to be punks. Oh, God, I can't be... wait for the new wavers. 
<laughs> fucking haircut. Yeah. Gonna be, there might even there might even be some uh, Chris's like you know alma mater, the uh, the the rude boys. <laughs> oh, they might make an not, appearance. Oh, let's not talk about those. Days. <laughs> they might make an appearance. Let's not take a one can only hope. <laughs> one can only hope some rude uh, boys will be in there. The moment the moment some madness starts getting played, I'm gonna like go into shock and start <laughs> PTSD. <laughs> Chris, Chris Welcome to the house of fun. No, Wait, Chris just wet himself. What's happening? <laughs> I remember. Uh, I they're going to play the special. One step beyond. <laughs> yeah, they're, 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 they're going to play the specials, and yep. I'm just going to like start foaming at the mouth. <laughs> that's, that's the one thing, though. Like You look at the 70s, and like, yeah, people acted kind of goofy sometimes, but they didn't look goofy. No, they, no, it's not going to be like some shit went down in the eighties that <laughs> yes. we are glad that is in our You're gonna, past. Oh, that, I, what, what, do we know what year in the eighties? Because it's going to be. Oh, I'm I would if it's a spiritual successor. It's, I'm assuming eighty nine or late or like eighty seven, eighty eight. Some which is what you 80s. want, right? Oh. You, you want, want like eighty eight. You want the full extent of the d- decade as a part of it, right. and then even like elements of early nineties. So you're going to get you're going to get the new way. You're going to get all the girls who are dressing up as Madonna. Yep. yep. Uh, <laughs> Cindy Lauper, Madonna, The Cure. Yep. Yep. You're going to get all of those. Dudes that are just, I want to be, what's his name? Robert John, what's his name from The Cure? Was oh, actually, Robert Smith. Robert yeah, Smith. Robert I want to be Robert Smith. The eyeliner. Oh, God. The super, <laughs> super artsy goths. You know, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> and then you got, like, the rich, the rich jackasses who, yep. like, driving around in, like, With sunglasses and slick back hair. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So you're yeah, you're also gonna get the trope of like the, the, the Reaganites, the non preps, you know, and all that stuff. Oh man, uh, this is gonna be now. I'm super. <laughs> I was excited before, but now after seeing Days and Confused and seeing like what a spiritual successor yeah. would look and like, and how good Richard Linklater is at doing this oh. kind of like he's so it's so like. Like I mean, he wrote it and directed it, so like every bit of it is him, and so he wrote all those nuanced like s- subsections of these stereotypes. Right. So it wasn't just right. football jock; it was like one type of football jock, one type of football jock, one type of. Then it's like nerd, one type of nerd, one type of nerd, one type. And it's like every. It's almost, it's almost like each group has three different yeah. sub subgroups, and them. and then there's like bit characters that are only in a bit, like that dude who's like. What, that that what's his name Adam Goldberg fights who's just like hey and he like bumps in he's like what'd you just say what'd you yeah, just say and yeah. he's like oh I just said it smell like marijuana yeah, and he's, he's just, like he's just sort he's of like, a dick yeah and he's just like what are we not good at it? you know it's just like that he just wants to fight, just fight. He's yeah, like, he just wants I just to came fight. here to drink beer and fight looks like we're almost out of beer <laughs> <laughs> yeah I just I can't wait just the idea is that of where kick ass chew bubblegum comes from uh Probably not, considering that yeah. the came All out I came long to before. Do is kick some ass and drink some bu- and drink some beer. Looks like we're almost out of beer. Yeah, because that uh, uh, they live came out in like yeah that the that's probably oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah yeah never mind never mind yeah. they live definitely yeah yeah that definitely came out or, you know before that yeah you're um, right you're right you're right, you're right. That, that's the other thing about this movie. It's it done in such before. a great way that I, even as I was watching it, I kept forgetting that it was made in, in the 90s. 90s. Yeah. I kept forgetting it was made in 93. Yep. Right. I kept thinking like... It almost well, seems of course like a documentary made in the 70s. <laughs> yeah. I, part of me kept thinking, well, of course they did it that way because that's how 70s filmmaking would do. And then right. I'd be like, no, nope. jackass, this was made <laughs> in the 90s. Yep. So just a quick uh, rundown. Here's some, here's some Days of Confused quotes. Uh... The older you get, the more rules are going to try to get you 
to get you to follow. You just got to keep on living, man. L I V I N. <laughs> we always say that. L I V I N. Um, and then that's what I love about these high school girls. I get older, they stay the same age. And then the slate, oh, best. This is the stuff we used to do this one all the time. Cheryl, look at a dollar bill, man. There's some spooky shit going yes. on there, man. Yes. And it's green, too. And he's like, <laughs> George Washington smoked pot, man. Yeah, Martha Washington. She was a good lady, a good lady. She bundled up. I that love pot. his adoration for Martha Washington. <laughs> she was a good lady, a good lady. He was, she was. Bundle up that pot, and when George Washington would come home after a hard day, she would have a bowl sitting waiting for him to smoke. She was a good lady. All right, all right. You, you, you the listening audience, can't see this. Parker is not reading these. No, he is Parker quoting. Is, he's just quoting by this. memory. Uh, also, yo, man, you got a joint on you? Uh, not on me, man. Like that kid yeah, trying to be cool, yeah. and he's like, be a lot cooler if you, you did. did. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey is the best oh, quotes so in this great. movie. <laughs> That's uh, so funny. So, I yeah, let's uh, let's uh, let's slap a rating on this bad boy here. Is that your rating right there? No, <laughs> I'm trying to think of something good. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. Um, I'll give it twelve out of thirteen acts that would be considered offensive and probably incite lawsuits of like abuse like and bullying that Parker Posey just does for fun in this oh, movie yeah. just cuz she wants to <laughs> that's the thing like the, the the stuff portrayed in this people would go to jail for oh absolutely oh, yeah. oh <laughs> no no Ben Affleck the, in, the invention no of, question the invention of the camera phone <laughs> these people would be in prison or at the very least it mean, would like, be a even national back then, headline like, you would see adults that would witness this stuff and they just be like that's kids boys that's will kids. be boys that's, boys that's how it works hey that's the ha- that's what you gotta go through that's what it's Na- like nowadays a parent would gun that dude <laughs> down <laughs> but that was even great too when O'Banion chases the kids up to the house and she then comes out with a shotgun she comes out with a shotgun she's like man on hold on, hold on. They would not gun the kids down. They would get a lawyer right, right. to metaphorically sue them out I, of existence. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, no, but like when we'll, she pulls we'll the gun. We'll agree to disagree. <laughs> and that's a great. Uh, anyway. yeah, depends on which type of. Uh, it depends on which part of America you're talking about here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah okay. <laughs> um, so I'm going to give it. Uh, I'm going to give it uh, 15 out of 16 counts of statutory rape that <laughs> Matthew McConaughey's character would clearly go to jail for nowadays. Yep. Because <laughs> yep. it was yep. just it was just him chasing like seriously young girls. <laughs> it was really creepy. <laughs> and back then it would be like Boys well, will had, be boys. Well you had sex with him. Seems you wanted to at the time. Uh Matt Matt they would still do that today. <laughs> it would just true. That 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 would be Matthew McConaughey's defense lawyer saying yeah. those things. True. <laughs> So, yeah, I, uh, I give it uh, a, a million out of a million times Something. that I quoted this <laughs> t- times that I quoted this film with my friends. We would literally uh, spend all <laughs> all Saturday driving around quoting this film. So great, great film. Uh, yes. If you haven't seen it and you listen to all of this, just go see it. Another. It, no, th- there's yeah. no plot still to worth spoil. Seeing. There's no still plot to spoil. Seeing. One more. One of my favorite moments. And like, you know exemplary of of how ridiculous like just right. 70s stuff is when the young guy walks into the liquor store yeah yeah and guy's like you 18 and he's like 
Yeah. That actor's so good, too. He's, yeah. like, he's so bad, but he's so good at just being like pretending to be cool and trying to be yeah. cool. He's, he's like, like, I work for the city. All right. <laughs> yeah, he he All knows right. what's going on. He's like, he's All like, right. and the best line in that scene, he goes, working for the city. Sucks, but, you know, it's money in my pocket. And the guy's <laughs> like, well, here's some more money for your pocket. <laughs> he gives him back his change. <laughs> and he just knows that it's whatever. And he's like, whatever. Okay. You're trying so hard, so I'll let you have the beer. Yep, I'll let you have the beer. <laughs> because you're not. Because really, what's going to happen even if I do give it to you and I yep. get caught? Yeah. Because it's oh, the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. The cop's going to be like, that. You should, let me get one. I'm on duty. But Bill, funny. you shouldn't have done that. I'm going to drive me a beer. <laughs> I'm going to get in my cop car and drive away. Yeah. This is this is when I would hear stories of cops pulling like drunks over and being like, yep. especially in small towns, be like, "Jimmy, are yeah, you drunk? My, my father, you you get you get yourself home you now. Give me that six pack." <laughs> <laughs> now, Jimmy, what have I told you about driving around late at night drunk? Now you get yourself to bed. Yeah, you, you drive might, home. You drive home and get yourself. <laughs> to now bed. you drive straight home. And, and I get won't tell your parents. <laughs> But if I see Wait, you now, later, Parker, you, you were starting a story. Did, that no, yeah, like my, that yeah, no, my father-in-law. Yeah, he, 100%. He, he grew up in a small town in Missouri. And, yeah, the po- cops pulled him over. They had a six-pack sitting between them. They were drinking as they drove around. The cops took two beers and left them on their way. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, you kids so, stay out of trouble. So many. Mo- like, so also, many, yeah. not didn't have his license yet. <laughs> so many moments throughout this movie when we were watching with Seth Byler when he was like, I was born in the wrong damn yeah, decade. Exactly. Yeah. Seth was just like I would float like I see my time and it's past. Yep. Yeah. I would flourish. I am, I am a man not of my generation. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, definitely go see this movie yep. and it's great. So thank you. Uh next uh next yeah, movie. Yeah, we'll we'll have to do it. I have to go. I really have to go. I'm, I'm late. Oh, okay, much. shit. All right, well, uh, that about wraps it up here for us on Under the Critic. Uh, as always, go to Facebook. Chappie. Chappie. Oh, we'll yes, do Chappie. Chappie, Chappie, we'll Chappie. 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 Yeah, so. All right, well, we went way too long, so we got to get out of here. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Okay, bye. bye. A Rankin Bass Classic. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful.